Welcome back everyone to Blood Talk. Uh, yeah, so today I am going to be ranking the Terradrome killers, but not, I need to make this clear, not in terms of how they are good in the game, in terms of their movies, but I mean the character, not the movies, so the movie could be bad, but I might prefer the killer, and yeah, I kind of need to put this out as well, this is my personal opinion, honestly, I doubt anyone will agree with me, this is a very, very controversial one, very controversial, um, but yeah, um, so the Terradrome Killers, if you've not played Terradrome, it's basically this really amazing game, um, made by Hurricane Studios, and it has, um, 13 different killers on it, and if you play it, you'll know there's two different Jasons on there, uh, there's the Undead Jason, and there's the Part 3 Jason, um, I'm only going to be counting Jason as one character, uh, because, as I said, this is about the characters from their movies. Um, yeah, so I think that clears it all up. Uh, so let's get to the ranking. So, in number 13 is Pumpkinhead from the, well, the Pumpkinhead franchise. Now, Pumpkinhead's, Pumpkinhead, Pumpkinhead is, um, I don't know, I, I like all these killers, but Pumpkinhead I just have to put last because... He is my least favourite out of all these. I mean, for starters, Pumpkin Head, he's not got a pumpkin head. Um, the movies aren't some of my favourites, and the concepts are a rip-off of Stephen King movies. But Pumpkin Head as the Beast itself, I do like. And I do like the animatronics work that they went into it and stuff, and I think it is quite a creepy creature. But, yeah, it's just not one of my favourites. I mean especially compared to the top 10 of this list it just I, I couldn't put him any any higher than last place Un, unless I was going to swap him with number 12 which is Chucky from the Child's Play franchise yep I told you this was going to be a controversial one um because lots of people love Chucky but I'm I, I like Chucky as well he's loving but I just don't really, I don't get why they switched this franchise up a lot later, like, the first three movies, he was comedic, but not over the top, then later on, he was ridiculously over the top comedic, he literally turned into a horror comedy, like, there's not a single killer on this list that wasn't that inconsistent, like, you could argue Ghostface got too comedic in Scream 3, but... At least they realised that by Scream 4 and turned it down. And even then it wasn't that bad. Whereas Chucky just became too comedic for me. And I, I'm not saying I don't like horror comedies. Like, I love scary movie, but I don't like when you get a franchise with a terrifying killer. And then later on turn them into a spoof. And once again you can argue they did that with Michael Myers. Yes, but they did switch it up later. And then you can argue, once again, that in Cult of Chucky and Curse of Chucky, that they made him better again. They stopped all the comedy thing. It's very true, but for me, those movies aren't the best of the Child's Play franchise. But what do I like about Chucky? Well, that is a very unique killer. Like, before him, there was not a single killer in the whole of Slasher history, anything like him. I also like his design, it's quite creepy, and it's definitely, 
I'm admitting this, it's definitely one of the most iconic up here. Um, also, the manner in which he kills people, the fact that he probably just enjoys it, and that he has no real motivation. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm, I just, I couldn't put him any higher, I'm sorry, uh, like, I couldn't even make him battle in number 11, which I'll get to in a minute, but I just need to really, really say this once again, um, I, um, I like all of these killers, all of them, every single one of them, uh, there's not one that I dislike, but this is just favourites, okay? Um, so, anyway, number 11, Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, franchise. Um, Leatherface, I'm sorry, I'm really, really sorry. Because I know this is, like, it's going to get even worse in a minute, but... Uh, Leatherface is a great killer, don't get me wrong. But I just don't get the praise because he's technically a henchman. That's like preferring odd job to Goldfinger, if you ask me. And he's not even the main character. And I, I know you could say Pinhead's not the main character. Yeah, but he's the, the most powerful. Leatherface is not very powerful. He's not intelligent. He just works for his family. He's pretty much the, the breadwinner. And I'm not saying I hate his movies. I love the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think it's one of the greatest horror movies ever made. Um, and Leatherface as a villain himself is really creepy and realistic, scarily realistic. But the franchise did drag on a bit. Like, the original was great. The second one was a bit there. Then the rest of them after that just... Yeah, there's, I'm sorry, I just couldn't put Leatherface much higher than number 11. So yeah, once again, I'm really sorry for that, but ugh, let's get to the next one. Number 10. Now this, this is where I'm really, really going to get beat for. <laughs> number 10, Jason Voorhees from the Friday the 13th franchise. Let me explain. I... Love Friday the 13th. I love the part four. I love a lot of the movies. I love Jason. Uh, in fact, at one point, Jason was my second favourite killer. But it's just comparing him to all the other killers on this list. And don't get me wrong, he, in terms of slashes, in terms of kills, I'd have to put him possibly at, at number one. But in terms of character, I can't put him much higher. I mean, all these other killers have character. He, <laughs> all that's really ever said about him is that he was a kid, he drowned, and that he wants revenge for the death of his mother, who wanted revenge for the death of him. And in all 12 movies, that's all explored about him, nothing else. And you could argue that's all we ever need to know. But I don't know, I just want to know more. And it's what I love about characters. Like, my number one spot, is probably the one character on this list with the most character, the most the most about him. And that might be why I'm putting Jason solo. But I just I feel bad for, for ranking this. I probably shouldn't have done this because not only is it controversial, but I just love all these killers. And Jason 
I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I just, I can't put him any higher, but I do love a lot of his movies, even if some of them are just complete carbon copies, I still love his movies, I still love Jason, so please don't have a go at me for it. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, number nine, uh, uh, another controversial one, Michael Myers from the Halloween franchise. Once again, this guy was my second or third favourite killer at one point, but... It's just the same as Jason, really. All we ever get to know about Michael is that he killed his uh, sister as a kid. And then when he was older, he started killing. And I like that. And I like that we're not supposed to know about him. But I also don't like how the timelines got confusing. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. So you wouldn't expect me to be complaining about the timelines thing in Halloween. But... It's not complaining it for me, it's complaining for everyone else, for those who don't really get it. It is very difficult to understand the timelines, because, in fact, I, I could probably not really name it here. I'll have a go. So one and two are in the same. Three was a different sort of spin-off thing. Four, five, six were the same, I think. Then H2O and Resurrection were the same. Uh, then the two remakes were the same. Then Halloween 2018 is a direct sequel to the original, which it just confuse, it's confusing to even say it. But Michael Myers is a killer I really like. He's got some of the greatest kills in horror. Uh, his original movie, one of the best movies in horror. His 2018 remake, well, not remake, sequel. Very good. He's an amazing killer. The reason I point higher than Jason is because we actually do get to see a bit more of his character because he's revealed to be Laurie's uh, brother, but then not really, but then, you know, it, it, that gets a bit confusing. Anyway, at number eight, purely down to performance, Herbert West. I had to put him uh, about midsection because if it wasn't for his performance, I'd probably have him the lowest point on the list, but... Wow, Jeffrey Combs as Herbert West is amazing. And I know we don't even know much about Herbert West, but the performance just save it, uh, saves him in every single way. He He's so manipulative, cunning, and... Oh, wow. Um, I also like what he does. He's very passionate about getting his experiments complete, even if it means murder. Um... Some of his kills are surprisingly great and gory, like when he killed Dr. Hill by decapitating him with a shovel. Um, yeah, and his determination, I just... Wow, I just love his personality. Like, if you're asking me to do personalities, there'd probably be only one killer on this list higher than him. Um, so, yeah. Um, I have to put him this high. Um, his, all three of his movies are great. The third one's not the best, but it's still great. And I'm surprised they've not done the fourth one because the reanimated trilogy is a very consistent and very good trilogy. And you should watch it if you haven't done. Um, yeah. So, number seven. This one, yeah. Number seven, Freddy Krueger from the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Once again, I love this character. He is amazing. He is one of the most iconic characters in the whole of cinema history. His finger knife glove is the most iconic weapon in horror, and his kills are amazing. 
but I'm sorry, I just have to put him down here compared to what I like, favourites, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I need to talk more about the good stuff. So, Robert England is amazing as Freddy. Uh, the Jackie Earl Haley remake, when he played Freddy, I don't mind. I don't hate it as much as other people do. But Robert England is definitely the best Freddy. And he always will be the best Freddy, no matter how many remakes he make. Um... The series, yeah, like Child's Play, it did get too comedic a little bit on, but for me it worked. For a lot of people it didn't, but for me, Nightmare on Elm Street turning into a bit of a comedy, just for me, it made Freddy even more of an icon. And that's why I've got to put him in front of Chucky, because I think Chucky's um, comedy ruined his. Plus, um, Chucky's comedy was after, uh, post-Scream. Like after Scream was made, showing Scream's influence, whereas Nightmare on Elm Street was made before then, so it is a little bit more original. Um, but once again, his kills are amazing. In the first one, the Johnny Depp kill and um, the um, well, just most of the kills, even the first one when um, the oh, I forgot her name. I'm sorry, but when um, the first girl who dies. She gets thrown across the room and slashed. It it looks great. And I heard they did that with a rotating room. Uh, like one that went upside down or something. And that's very, very clever. Yeah. But Freddy is an amazing killer. And if it wasn't for him, a lot of these killers probably wouldn't even exist. So I've got to hand him at least that. Yeah. Um. Oh, one more quick thing before uh, the next one. Pennywise is not on the list because... If you have played Terradrome, you will probably know that um, Pennywise was meant to be added to the game, but he never was. That's why I'm not adding him. I think they actually considered adding the Predator and the Creeper from Jeepers Creepers into it, but they never did. I don't know why. Maybe because, well, especially Pennywise. Pennywise isn't really a slasher movie. And they might have not added the Predator because he's too slow or too overpowered. I don't know, but yeah, uh, I'm not adding them on this. Anyway, so at number six, Pinhead from the Hellraiser franchise. I really like Pinhead because he is, a, well, for starters, it's sci-fi horror, almost at its finest aside. Obviously, the Xenomorphs from Alien. Um, Doug Bradley, once again... There's never going to be a better Pinhead. Never, ever. I can't imagine anyone else in the role. I know there's remakes with other people in, but for me, Doug Bradley will always be the best Pinhead. Uh, Hellraiser movies, first two are amazing. After that, three's alright, but then they drag on. But that helps Pinhead become even more well-known than he is. Excuse me. Um, yeah. Um... They are gory, and they might even get gorier later on, you could say, uh, argue, sorry. But in terms of story-wise and direction, the first two are the best, by far. Um, yeah, Pinhead is unstoppable and creepy and scary, just all-round scary. And probably the, he might even be the scariest killer on the list. Um... I personally find him very terrifying um, and not someone I want to see in front of me. 
to be honest. Um, yeah. Um, I've heard they're doing a Hellraiser remake for a series like they're doing with Maniac Cop. Um, but it's not for... Is it for H? In fact, it might even be for HBO. So more Hellraiser and Maniac Cop content coming to TV. Um, yeah. I don't know why they're doing a series for Hellraiser. Because I didn't think it would work, Hellraiser. I think, I think they're good as quick-fire movies where... Whereas Maniac Cop, I can understand, because Maniac Cop's half crime drama, half horror, and there's a lot of crime dramas out there. Um, like, I suppose Scream is a crime drama, uh, the TV show. But um, Hellraiser, it, I, don't, I don't know, I just don't see it as a series. Oh, well, well, let's see if they can prove me wrong when it comes out. Anyway, so, at number five, The Tall Man from Phantasm. Now, once again, like with Jeffrey Combs, down to performance almost completely. But the character of the tall man, he would still be iconic if he was played by someone else. But the fact that he's played by Angus Scrimp just makes him 100% better. Like, I'd put him at about number 8 on this list, I think, if it wasn't for Angus Scrimp's portrayal. But I really, as much as I wanted a Phantasm 6... I now don't want them to do it because sadly Angus Scrim passed away uh, two or three years ago. So rest in peace. Um, sorry, four years ago. But they can't have another person in the role of the tall man. It just it wouldn't work in my opinion. Like with a lot of these killers like Jason, Michael, Pumpkinhead, Chucky. Uh, that's about it. You can, those four killers, you can have anyone play because it's not really about performance, it's about the looks of them. But with a lot of these, uh, especially the tall man, I'd put the tall man probably the most. He, he, he should be untouchable, no one else should play him. I don't think they should make a Phantasm 6 anymore. I would have done after Ravager because Ravager was a little bit disappointing, like the Phantom Menace of Phantasm. But now Angus Scrim has sadly passed away, they should leave it alone. And plus it is his movie franchise. Um, but Tall Man as well, what I like about him is that he's mysterious and creepy and you learn more about him, uh, especially in Phantasm 4. You learn almost everything about him. But I like that transition because in Phantasm 1, he's just this creepy old guy who um, appears to live in a mausoleum. And but then by Phantasm Four, you know almost everything about him. Um, and he his weapon of choice, the silver spheres. Some people might think they're too campy. I think they're creepy because, as well, when you find out that um, the director, he um, he uh, came up with the idea for Phantasm because he had a dream. Out the silver spheres chasing him around and yeah that's how phantasm came about and i think that's quite creepy and especially how it's come out of his mind like completely from his mind um so yeah uh tall man easily one of my favorites anyway number four you might say this guy didn't count but he's in terradrome so it does count ashley williams from evil dead this guy is really fun like he, in all three of his movies and both the TV shows, it's just a blend of horror comedy at its finest. 
Like, I've never been a massive fan of horror comedy. Like, I don't hate it or anything. But I don't usually ha- count horror horror comedy killers as horror killers. But this guy, I've got up on it. He's so funny and so brutal as well. And gory and violent. And it's just the best possible blend of horror comedy you can get. And the series as well were unpredictable and great. The Evil Dead 2 is probably the best piece of entertainment to come from Evil Dead. But there's not a single bad Evil Dead movie or show. Like, Evil Dead, the original, was amazing for the £250,000 budget. Evil Dead 2 was an even better version of that. Army of Darkness, some people think, was too comedic. I personally don't. I think it's brilliant. And it's actually my favourite Evil Dead movie, Army of Darkness. Um, Then all three series, uh, seasons of the series were amazing as well. Like, series one, brilliant. Series two, brilliant. Series three, brilliant. There's not a single piece of Evil Dead that's bad, honestly. So I really, really suggest you'd watch those movies if and the series if you haven't. They're really good. And if you are an Evil Dead fan and being scared about watching Ash vs. Evil Dead, the series, because you think it'll be bad and ruin the character, honestly, don't be scared about that. It's really, really good, really funny. And it's as though Ash Williams never even left his role. Um, Sorry, Bruce Campbell never even left the role of Ash Williams. Yeah. And as well, that. Ash Williams is probably the most iconic killer aside Freddy Krueger on the whole list. I mean, who doesn't know the chainsaw and the boomstick? Like even even me in sort of even me when I was about eight knew um, well at least seen uh, seen Ashley Williams. I'm pretty sure, and Freddy Krueger. But yeah, Ashley Williams very very funny, very iconic, and one of my favourite favourite killers, characters, ah, take your pick. Anyway, number three, and I was debating whether to put him in front of um, Ash Williams, but number three is Candyman from the Candyman franchise. Now, you might say, well, why didn't you put Ash Williams in front? Because you said his sequels were bad. Yes, but the thing is, um, yeah, the third Candyman movie was pretty bad. The second one was alright. The first one's amazing. But even when Candyman was bad, Tony Todd is still brilliant and giving it his all. He never... I think James A. Janice said this in his review for Candyman Day of the Dead. Uh, Tony Todd never shows you that he knows he's in a bad movie. Um, he's always such such a terrifying presence and... What he does to his victims is brutal. And once again, like with a lot of these killers that I've said, I can't imagine anyone else playing him other than Tony Todd. I know in the Candyman remake, or spiritual sequel, it will be someone else playing him, and he does look pretty good. But I'd much rather Tony Todd stayed. Much rather that. Um, Yeah, so as I've said, his franchise isn't amazingly consistent, but... The first one's easily the best, and the first one is a story and a half. And as I said, what he does to his um, victims is horrible, but bloody and brutal. 
and amazing. Well, I sound like a psycho when I say that, but you know what I mean. His kills are great, and I have to put him at number three. Honestly, he's just all around an amazing, amazing killer, and probably the most interesting on this list, aside maybe my number one spot. Um, so, yeah, I don't think there's anything else to say, but, yeah, Candyman, number three spot, well-deserved. Okay, at number two, and this was difficult. This was very, very difficult, picking my number two and number one spot, because for two years, this number two spot has been my favourite killer. But, I think, and his movie is my second favourite movie of all time. And my favourite, the the number one spot on this list isn't even in my top, maybe not even in my top ten favourite movies. So, this was difficult. This was very, very difficult. But number two spot, Ghostface from the Scream franchise. Wow. <laughs> that That was difficult to say. I've never actually put Ghostface at number two in... A ranking spot before. Um, wow. Anyway, so uh, yeah, Ghostface is mainly down to just the amazing, amazing costume and the action scenes are hilarious, and that's the point. And most most Ghostfaces, even even Roman, who was in a bad screen movie, was great. Um. Even the henchman can be alright, like Stu was, Stu's my second favourite killer. Billy Loomis, absolute psycho and one of my favourite characters in fiction. And Sidney Prescott always um, outrunning them and then beating them. It's, it's just Scream, the Scream franchise is my second favourite franchise and the Scream, the original Scream is my second favourite movie. So Ghostface just had to be this high. Purely down to the looks, the scenes with him in, where he fights, and even his kills are surprisingly bloody. Um, yeah, so Ghostface at number two, just he's just so cool. Um, yeah, I think I don't think there's too much else to say. Well, I am excited for Scream Five, and I really hope it's a continuation of Scream Four. <laughs> Um, anyway, and this is going to be weird to say, but number one, Matthew Cordell from the Maniac Cop franchise. Wow. Um, I mean, he's always he's always been one of my favourite killers, but I never thought he'd actually become my favourite one day. And as I said before, his character, seriously, watch the films, his character is beautiful, it's brilliant. And he has the most character out of anyone on this list, I'd say. And he's also not 100% bad. He just wants to get back at everyone for what they did to him. Whereas most of the killers on this list, aside Candyman, don't have a motivation. Or they have a motivation that isn't revenge. Whereas Cordell does it purely to get back at everyone. And that's fair enough. And his movies as well are amazing. Robert Zadar as Matthew, he's, he's, I'm really, I'm really not sure about when they replace him because he also sadly died in 2015, rest in peace, but 
Matthew Cordell, is, I can't find a flaw in him. Like, if he had a bigger budget, he would be certainly one of the most loved horror characters. I'm sure of that. And there'd be so many things about him that would take the place in iconography, like the police outfit and the, the face and the nightstick with a blade in and his messed up hand without a glove on and then his other hand with a glove on. Um... Like, you can tell that they should be icon parts of iconography and that he has the potential to be, but he just never did. Like, imagine if he was an icon. Just imagine that. There'd be police... The police uniform would would be associated with him and then anyone dressing up as a policeman would be associated with him. Even the police themselves might be. And it gives such a good message about police corruption in America, and I know I don't live in America, but even gives a good message about police corruption where I am. And, in fact, the room I'm in, there's a massive painting on the wall, or, no, sorry, picture, of New York. And it was before the devastating Twin Towers accident. And... I could probably name some of the locations for where they filmed Maniac Cop because, yes, it is filmed in New York. And, yes, that makes him realistic, realistic-ish. And if it weren't for the zombie bit, Matt Cordell would be, would be even more realistic. One of the most realistic killers on the list. And that is why he is number one for me. Also, his kills. The kills are great. I don't care what people say about the budget, but the kills, the on point. So, what do you think of this? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Have you played Terradrome, Rise of the Boogeyman? It's an amazing game, uh, especially for horror fans. If you've not played it, I really, really would suggest you do. Um, this was actually a longer broadcast than I thought it'd be. Um, but, well, I suppose I was ranking 13 killers. Um, yeah. Anyway, if there's anything you'd like to talk to me about, um, you can access my Telenim account and send me anonymous tells on there, asking me anything about horror. If you want to uh, get in contact with me, you can um, contact me, email memesabbey at gmail.com and talk to me. Just, um, <laughs> I don't care who it is, just talk to me about anything, whether it be horror, slashes, movies in general, or if you want to know anything about my personal life or share anything with me. I don't mind just anything <laughs> um yeah so i think that's it for today uh, for today's broadcast next i'm doing what am i doing next i am doing i'm not sure <laughs> um but i know what's coming on episode 40 of season one and i'm gonna reveal that when i get to episode 30 so we're 10 down um i think next i'm not gonna do another review i'm getting bored of them I might have a little discussion, or what I'm thinking of doing is horror trivia and seeing how much I know about horror and you lot can know my knowledge. And, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I think that's it for t uh, for now. This, uh, this is Blood Talk signing off. See you later.